Hello, welcome to day one of the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. This is probably, um, I don't know, take 12. So this is going to take a little bit more time than I thought it would. Um, I ought to really uh, give credit to a podcast that has been really inspiring to me um, called I'm Quitting Alcohol with comedian David Boyal. Um, and it came to me at a time when I had thought about ditching the booze and I did for a bit but what struck me was he was doing this daily podcast um, to chart his recovery and um, it's well worth a listen to because at the beginning the man sounds like shit I mean you need to go and check it out he spent decades um, torturing his body with various substances and um, he's now two and a half years in and it's a really quick funny often offensive um nine or ten minutes a day and I thought well that's that's quite inspiring I wonder if I could do a daily podcast and this is kind of part of where that came from and I thought it needed a structure it needs a structure otherwise why the hell are you going to listen and what I thought you might quite like is to hear some of the things I've written about based on leaving corporate life trying to find my feet as a mother generally being bewildered by the world while trying to maintain a sense of humour. And um, my career as a writer and professional speaker, stand-up, all those things came out of an ending and that was the end of my corporate career. Um, so I'm going to share with you some writing that I did as I left Microsoft and I wrote it on a blog called Reasons to be Cheerful and it became a book, Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1, which you can check out on Amazon if you like or you can just listen to this and so you don't have to buy it so then it's essentially free and you might find some stuff you relate to in here so work um is a really important part of my life and this this piece was called I am not a scorecard I am a free woman and um I'll just take you through it a bit of ad-libbing along the way you know to keep it fresh and tell me what you think um maybe you could do with a little nudge in the right direction this helps you or maybe you're going to hear this and go thank christ i still have a structure to my working day so for 15 years um i pursued my career you know working in tech with vigor moving from small tech companies and then on to microsoft where i had long aspired to work and you want to be working for one of the vendors if you're if you're in tech if you're listening and you're in tech you know that's where you want to be because that's where the best money is potentially potentially the best career prospects certainly the best maternity pay and uh, I ended up there came in via acquisition and loved it it was exciting and rewarding and when it came to having our two kids uh, I got six months maternity leave each time on full pay so we did not have to worry about the bills then on returning to work after the uh, birth of our son um, I accepted that paying two sets of nursery fees was essentially paying a second mortgage, but um, it was all part of the corporate experience. And I thought, you know, well, one day the house will be paid for and we all pat ourselves on the back. Well done, you. But then our daughter started school and the neat arrangement of having two kids in the same place between 8am and 6pm. And I tell you what, if you've had your kids in um private nursery, I mean, my God, <laughs> you see the parents are like foot to the floor with the four by four trying to get in for like five minutes to eight take my flipping kids because I've got a fucking QBR at half past eight and if I can't drop my tiny tiny child off immediately 
um, you know, my career will suffer. And I do reflect on those times uh, fondly, but also laughing at myself for thinking that um, some of the meetings that I was due to attend were um, of such significance that I was literally throwing my children in their car seat out of the car and into the arms of um, some very lovely um, people who did a great job of looking after our kids in those early days. So anyway, um, our son was at uh, nursery, our daughter was at preschool and they were in the same place, but then our daughter started school. And so it meant we had two children in two different places on different hours. And um, challenging um, as it was managing the timings, we kind of expected that. But what we hadn't anticipated was that the daughter that we collected at half past five from her after school club was tired and hungry and not in the mood for telling us about her day, let alone the homework that they give children when they are four and a half. I tried flexible working, but discovered that instead of having a better balance, I was always on working until one in the morning, bloody hell, because I felt like I had to make up for spending the time between half past five and eight o'clock in the evening with my family. Then getting up at half past six in the morning does not make for a happy or productive employee or parent. So I started asking myself, what if questions? So at work, what if the school card isn't green? I mean, who gives a flying fuck? <laughs> what if it isn't green? And what if I say what I really think? instead of what I'm supposed to say. And at home I was asking myself, well, if I put all my energy into something that I love, what could I achieve? And what if I could enjoy walking my daughter to school rather than marching whilst constantly repeating, hurry up or we'll be late. Now, my husband, he's a sensible man, logical man. Um, he did remind me to make sure that I addressed the what if I don't make any money question because I was earning a lot more than him at the time. So he was like, I love you, I support you, but Jesus Christ, Tony, don't just have a strop and leave because we need that income. So it did pain me to tear my mind away from the let's throw money at it mentality that was a product of the high salary that I was paid towards more realistic thoughts of how much money we actually needed to live on. So I sought some advice and asked people within my network if they would hire me if I were a freelancer. And their responses gave me the confidence to decide that my next career move wasn't up, it was out. I wrote my resignation letter with a huge sigh of relief and have not looked back. And I tell you, I bloody did have a huge sigh of relief. In the process of leaving, the network I spent 15 years building crackled into life, leading me to my first contracts. And it was out with meaningless meetings, scorecard metrics that I didn't relate to and working until one in the morning. And it's in with focusing on work I love and recognition for delivering real value to my customers. We have more harmony in the household and I'm enjoying time with the children without a device bleeping that my inbox is filling up. I'm telling you what though, when it's a bit fallow, you know, and your inbox isn't filling up with bookings, you do think, ah, quite like to hear a little beep right about now. Um, if you need to book a professional speaker or you want someone to do some excellent writing, you know, do get in touch. Uh, anyway, becoming a freelancer provided validation, freedom and a chance to be the master of my own destiny. It also gave me the opportunity to see my daughter ride her bike without stabilisers for the first time on a Wednesday afternoon. So that was I'm not a scorecard, I'm a free woman. And um, interestingly, what I haven't put in there, and it shows the caution that I exercised at the time that I wrote this, was that I fucking hated my job when I left. Oh my God. 
Um, I got the job I was wanted and then realised that it wasn't really for me. And I was sat in these meetings where, or we had one meeting where it just went spectacularly tits up, like to the point where people were messaging me in the meeting going, ignore the director. They're just having a wobbly. Don't take it personally. It was awful. And at the time, there were members of my family that were actually struggling with serious health problems. Um, and I think I just thought, oh, we'll just get on with it. We'll just get on with it. It'll be fine. Carry on as normal. And taking on all that pressure in the corporate environment and feeling um, really upset by what was happening to members of my family, something had to give. And I went home after this meeting and I remember being in absolute bits, absolute bits. And then I realised I didn't go to work to be made to feel like that. And I'd earned a lot of money. And this is the thing about when people say, oh, do something that you really love. Because um, you can do something that you really love when you have financial stability. Certainly for me, I was not about to put my family at risk, put our house at risk, you know, because I just want to do something that I love. Um, so it wasn't a decision that I took lightly. And it was a decision that I took after speaking to loads of people that I worked with and trusted who weren't likely to tear a strip off me publicly. Um, so what is my lesson from that? Well, my lesson from that reflecting back is that leaving corporate life was really scary and people said to me afterwards oh my god what's it like what's it like on the outside <laughs> and I did find it to be quite a joyous experience because really I was not geared for that environment or the environment that I found myself in I have to say for 95% of my career I was really really happy 95% of my time at Microsoft I absolutely loved it and you can't underestimate the power of an excellent salary and healthcare and flipping out what else uh car allowance um great people to work with I've had some of my funniest times with some of the people I work with at Microsoft um great opportunities so much learning amazing training um things there that gave me skills in my personal life that I couldn't have picked up anywhere else or would have found it really hard to pick up and we'll get on to the oh my background was so poor we'll get on to that in another episode but um it felt like kind of starting with an ending that became the beginning of where I find myself today um was a good way to maybe kind of introduce you to the, some of the things that this podcast is going to be about. So there'll be stuff about work, stuff about parenting, stuff about figuring out who you are. And um, I hope you will join me again tomorrow because bloody hell, <laughs> it's like take 13, I don't know, take 14. Um, I guess at least you see I'm aiming for a little bit of quality control in here. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let me know if you're listening. If you know somebody that's teetering on the, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this corporate career thing anymore. Or anyone who's thinking, oh, for Christ's sake, I don't even know who I am anymore since I've had kids and I've changed my career. Um, point them in the direction of this podcast. Maybe it'll give them a little bit of comfort and knowing that they're not alone. Uh, I will 
see you tomorrow.